0: Yeah! Hey, it's Josh Williams here with another bonus episode of the One Man Podcast, brought to you guys by Absolute Comedy, of course. My guest today, super funny dude. I've been watching him for a very, very long time. He's got a Netflix special coming out in Scandinavia in the near future. Paul Meyerhaw is here.
1: Thank you. Well, I need to... It's not Netflix. It's just... Oh, that's it's right. Just, I
0: fucked it up again. We no, just no, no. finished talking about it, uh, no, it just, <laughs> Comedy Central in Scandinavia.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. God yeah, damn it. And, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I have listening... Problem. I just clarified it right before we started recording. Just just clarified it uh, and then i fucked it up again oh uh, yeah it's one yeah. of those things where you get it in your head and it's just it's the bad information
1: well we could just say that no one's gonna watch the scandinavian netflix anyway, you don't know that so i have say. i
0: have listeners all over the world
1: yeah, really?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm at probably two in the area, <laughs> but that's two more hits that the the special will get. It's going to be awesome. It's like a pebble in a pond. Who knows how far the rings will go? You know what I mean? This could be the one person listening there could yeah. be the biggest producer in Scandinavia. Fucking butterfly effect. Is you know? Scandinavia an area, or that's not a country, right? There's a no. lot of things in Scandinavia. A yeah, lot of so it's
1: Iceland, Norway, Denmark, uh, Sweden, Finland. Uh, Scandinavia. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: Denmark is the producer of Summersby. That is where Summersby is made. Uh, There is no North American factory for Summersby. And you're a cider man. Uh, They're a sponsor of the podcast. No way. Yeah.
1: I love cider. Do you? Oh, I can't drink it anymore. I oh, love okay. it though. Okay.
0: I was going to say if you when you finish your coffee, let me know. I got a fridge full of cold ones. I don't drink it because of the
1: sugar. The sugar. I yeah. I found out how much sugar and I like I wasted I don't know how many years of my I I love cider. I got to England and I drank cider. I drank cider for 5 years. I think it changed my life yeah. in the, in a negative like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not like it's great stuff but if you drink you know 10 a day you're having 10 red bull a day you know? yeah exactly
0: mm-hmm. have you tried the the summers Beef flavors they've got a lot of new flavors
1: out no i i you know what after i'll have yeah I'll have they've one got
0: one like watermelon and this is this is double because i get to inform you and plug their shit at the this same time
1: and this isn't planned this isn't no like not Netflix at all thing.
0: no the, i don't i don't do the sponsors during the interviews <laughs> this is bonus all right they're not they don't know how many bonuses there are. but they have they have the regular one Then they have they have Summersby semi-dry which is crazy popular right now yeah. because it effectively tastes exactly the same with half the sugar so maybe
1: oh my god that's what that might into. be the
0: solution to your problem but they have like an elderflower lime uh they have uh what else fuck jesus that was quick uh red rhubarb oh, they have a a blackberry that's absolutely delicious uh pear wow. there's a yeah there's a bunch of them but i got a fridge full of them downstairs they're cold you just decide what which one you want
1: elderflower elderflower
0: lime and that's been discontinued in canada okay so maybe try that before you can't try it again
1: oh yeah there's and options that's there's that's options the only that's a once in a lifetime thing have an elderflower uh cider that's not going to be offered to me again i don't think that's that's yeah, unique they've,
0: they've pulled it from the shelves here so okay that's cool. yeah so there you go something something to look forward to <laughs> i can even send it with you because i know that you're watching the the games later yeah i'm gonna on, watch so. some games yeah so, so uh,
1: maybe i'll have a cider at the games that sounds good <laughs> and then the old me is gonna come roaring back this is the, this is the beginning <laughs> i i would be
0: more than happy to send you home with with a few summers bees just to get them out of here because you're saving me from myself at oh. this point i'm like i can't i can't do this it's
1: addicting it's so good
0: yeah it's, so- it's super good but you're going to dent and that's where they make it they do not uh they they make it all there and it's everywhere it is it's important okay. so That's, uh, you know, it's at a very reasonable price, considering it's an import.
1: Nice. And they, I mean, they have to, they got a big hill to climb because of Tuborg. Tuborg is uh, Denmark's, like, that's their home beer. And it's super popular. And uh, so they, uh, I mean, they definitely have the lion's share of the market. So they're they're brave. I think
0: they're owned by Carlsberg here, or uh, at least their partners, whatever is Carlsberg here. Okay. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you've had Cronenberg. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Uh, that one's also... Okay. Same under Carlsberg. So Summersbee and yeah, these guys all sorts of fun stuff. Why. <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give you one of the Cronenberg Blancs because apparently uh, if you mix that with Summersbee, they call it a white summer. Mm. Um, I have had that numerous, I actually drink it exclusively like that now. The rep was like, have you ever had a white summer? Cronenberg Blanc, Summersbee, half and half. It's next level. Game changer. Okay. So I'll send you home with that. And then a couple other ones ruin your day in a good way. Awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome. there you go. So after that, uh, that giant plug for Summersby, um, we have other things to talk about. Believe it or not, can you imagine that was the podcast? I just brought you <laughs> yeah. on as like a.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, Paula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll have to.
0: <laughs> I want to. I mean, I'm going to sing it now because I'll forget if I don't. Is I want to remind you to we we'll record just a tiny little soundbite at the end. Just uh, hey, Paul Meyerhard, listen to one of my podcasts. Okay, if that works for you, I always forget to do that. I have great guests, and I forget to do that. Okay, so yeah, I have yeah. a little. Mishmash of them at some point with a bunch of people. Hey, I'm so and so. Nice, nice. nice. Um, so, dude, thank you so much. We just worked together for an entire week. Yes, uh, that was a ton of fun. That you was. You destroyed every single show. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I, I, dude, I hate getting praised too. So I, I'm putting you in an uncomfortable position, but you did, you did amazing. Uh, it was great to actually see live. I'd never seen you live before. I've seen uh, your comedy now special. I've seen stuff on the web. And uh, we actually had a chance to, to hang out one night late after a show, and I but I didn't get to see the show. All I got was the buzz of how amazing it was. So <laughs> cool. um, I think I was at a town and I came back uh, you know, the last night. So we were hanging out at the Heart and Crown. Um, you are not done in Canada. Every time I sit down with a comic uh, who's just finished Ottawa, Ottawa was like the last of their run through Absolute. So the, we're recording this on uh, Monday. Uh, this will come out on Friday, but you are off to Kingston And are you still, are you doing Toronto as well? Or have you already done Toronto?
1: No, no, no. I'll go to Toronto afterwards too. Yeah.
0: Okay. So anyone listening to this, uh, if you're hearing it the day it comes out on Friday, uh, Paul is available to be seen in Kingston uh, and then the following week in Toronto,
1: correct? Yeah. Yeah, Toronto. And then I think I fly back to Europe uh, on the 15th. So um, yeah, October 14th ish. uh, That's when I'm in Toronto. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, again, this sounds way too formal (laughs) interviewee right now, but (laughs) um you're also be doing a, a festival that we'll we'll chat about later on but I, I do this with all my guests is just so people can sort of get to know you a little bit outside of the the comedy thing is um you got how long you've been doing comedy now
1: uh i guess my first time ever walking on stage when i was 18 i'm 36 so um uh yeah yeah, um, yeah. half your life ago yeah half. i life think <laughs> exactly half your life well, 16 or 18 you said
0: uh 18 yeah but half yeah. your life ago yeah wow not bad i'd say not bad <laughs> <laughs>
1: And where did you start? Uh, I started in Edmonton. Um, it was one of those situations. I don't. I, I think it's probably the same here. Is um, it was uh, yuck yucks West Edmonton Mall. It was the hottest room in the country. I mean, you you didn't have to be funny, and uh, uh, the the room was just amazing. And I get the feeling here with Ottawa too that the room is just. It's one of those rooms that you can't do anything wrong. Um and that's where I started. So yeah, I had a I had a bloated ego immediately. (laughs) We're We're spoiled here. We're spoiled (laughs) here too
0: for sure. And there's a lot of people who like they think when they start here, that's what stand-up comedy is. Oh my god, this is what stand-up comedy is? It's amazing. Let's I can't wait to do this. And then when you finally start traveling, you're like, "Oh, oh
1: shit. Oh, it's awful. Like I'm the first time I was in Vancouver um i got an applause break when the light came on to to get off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the crowd all saw the light and like, Yeah, about time about time it was oh. then you take your little writing book to a coffee shop You're panic writing like what am i gonna do tomorrow like oh it's brutal but uh uh yeah so i did it um i did it in edmonton i was going to um to university well that's a uh, it was actually technical school it's just a like a biz, um uh business degree and uh um at nate just like a, it's basically a continuation of high school you know right. the, like nerds are still getting hit with chalk brushes it's not a university <laughs> <laughs> i love that visual
0: too nerds yeah
1: well that's That's true like on day one i saw a nerd get hit with a chalk brush i'm like this is not a university what the fuck am i doing here uh but uh you know so i was uh, i did it uh stand up so i I was only doing it sort of once a month when uh when i was 18 around then but uh
0: was it something you knew you wanted to do like i mean again not making it sound too much like an interview but did you want to be a stand-up comic or were you like oh this might be fun to something to do to fuck around kind of thing like did were you like this is what I want to do with my life is
1: yeah yeah definitely because uh yeah I, I really didn't even make friends in university I would just go to hang out at the comedy club every night like every single night and that might have been the cigarettes and the and the beer but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it like I could consume it uh uh, unlimited I loved it I absolutely loved it and um and anything that came up like school projects parties um would all go back seat to gigs you know so yeah I, I would do yeah and by the end of the you know, I was you know sort of working the road by the end last semester and I mean, I just didn't care if the grades were bad or anything. I I did graduate, but it was it was close to not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was all. It's all about stand up. I knew uh, for sure. That well, I
0: that's there. that's good. I I've my listeners have heard the story before, but for myself personally, it was like I was the last person to accept the idea that I would do stand up. Uh, yeah. So I'm always fascinated to know if anyone else was like, I did it to shut people up yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right fine shut up I'll do it but it was like the same thing like I was at a point in my life where there was comedy clubs every single night yeah you know what I mean just see the amateur shows go see whatever it was just consuming stand-up working a day job didn't like but I'm like man I'm having fun at night and then finally started and then I was like oh okay I don't I think I'd quit the the best job I've ever had like three months into comedy because I was like oh this makes me happy yeah you know there's so, no
1: denying it like when you yeah. when you got the bug yeah and uh, and yeah like you said you 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 are hilarious man oh, too dude, that that very so, kind yeah very very good it was it was a fun week and you're one of those guys that um when you when you're on before me it's sometimes easier to be out of the room because the you're killing so hard that uh oh. that you're like uh, holy t- like i don't need to well, yeah, thank you for reading comparison. it exactly
0: as i wrote it
1: <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> brought to you by summer's really?
0: bee. <laughs> no, no that's really kind man i appreciate it. i Again, it was the same thing. So like for this particular week, um, I don't usually feature, I like hosting, but uh but it was just one of those things I wanted to, to work on doing, you know, material for a big amount of time, which is hard when you're up and down and you're trying to finagle the crowd and whatnot and wrangle them in. But uh, but it was it was uh it was nerve wracking, I'll tell you, all week before I get here as I'm like, I'm in between Paul Meyerhaw and Lamont Ferguson. <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna be a tough one to uh better hold my own in that so it was yeah for what it was worth i was like my back was up against the wall every single night i'm like all right just, just hold your own just hold your own so oh, that's good. that's very kind of say it was a fun week i think everyone who came to the shows had a great time
1: and there's three com- different styles which is nice you know completely yeah. different and uh um yeah and i like watching your particular style the um it's fun you know it's not that, that hard nose stuff and uh, and
0: i don't <laughs> even good. know what it is i just it's just i'm angry about things and i'm like and sometimes when i'm i like i don't know if it's the same with yourself but for a lot of my material, it's just like I'm I'm bitching about something, people are all laughing. I'm it's making me even more mad because it's not funny to me. I'm angry about it. And then I'm like, fine, if it's that funny, then I'll tell other people how mad I am about it. And then they laugh and I go, I don't get this fucking humanity. I don't get the populace at all.
1: I love your right? career is all about like fine, I'll fucking fine. Do it. every joke. Shut fine. Up. You like it, great. I, <laughs> I never thought of it like that but that's <laughs> absolutely that's I mean, great yeah geez, fine damn it fuck i'll fucking tell the joke i'm mad about it
0: she's <laughs> fine fine if i don't have to go to work tomorrow fine <laughs> so it was my job asked me when is this uh, stand-up comedy phase going to be over and i was like i don't think it's uh <laughs> never i don't think so i'm actually enjoying it i hate working for you guys they already knew it anyway <laughs> yeah. before stand-up but i yeah. don't know it's it's a it's a it's a fun thing like i like i said I, I mean you're right there's three different styles on stage this week which is good jay's usually good about mixing it up and that's important for comedy because there is no one style that works for everybody no you know what i mean so it's it's kind of cool to see like yeah i mean there's there's even times here in ottawa where uh people will hire me for a show and i'll insist that you know i i bring someone else with me just in terms of you know i'll, I'll break up the time you want an hour show let me bring another guy to do 20. Mm-hmm. i'll do 40 just because if they there's not everyone in the room is going to like me but if yeah. there's two different people then there's someone even if they didn't they really love Both of us, they liked one better. Something that they can, you know, draw towards. But
1: yeah, and it's nice to have something to bump against for you know for the audience to understand too. Because especially for a guy like yourself, you like it's nice to have somebody going on before you because. Then the audience. If you just go up there and start blasting like that, then people are yeah. just like, "Whoa!" Like what? You know, if they, they'd have nothing to com- bump it up to, right? Right. So, yeah, exactly. That's, that's really. That's
0: really nice. <laughs> I try to endear myself to them somehow, if possible. But this, yeah, this week the new stuff that I'm working on, like 15 minute bits about being angry, <laughs> yeah. judgy, and angry. I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound like me.
1: But yeah, I think that that's the um, that's the key. Or the if you can, I ca- I call it never Neverland. If you're just um, happy doing stand-up like you said like your job asked you if you're you're done the phase is over it's not (laughs) no that's the answer like in this in this business i think like that's what you have to be comfortable with like if you're comfortable with doing shows like that for 50 years and happy inside um, that's all you can expect from this job and that's and and i've always been ecstatic like i like i thought Yuck Yuck's Edmonton was like Hollywood. Like I yeah. just thought it was the best thing ever. So I don't know. That's uh, so it sounds like you'll, you're, you're going to stay forever. <laughs> I God, I, no, I don't, there's
0: nothing else I can do. I think yeah. that's, there's so many things I can do. There's nothing else I want to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Anything I do, I'll, 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 I'll give a hundred well, <laughs> I'll give, I'll give like a good solid 85, which feels like I'm trying. That's an a <laughs> right. People like I'll give a hundred percent. I'm like, I'll give 85. I know there's more. Yeah. I actually saw a movie with Adam Carolla, and this was one of the, the funniest lines. Just, it's one of those things where uh, <laughs> the guy's like, "You know, you're one of those guys. You're one of those ninety-five percenters who's who just never gave that extra five percent. Just never gave the last." 20%. He's like, uh, "Actually, I'm a seventy-five percenter who's giving you an extra twenty right now. So you better lay the fuck up." <laughs> like, "That's fucking great." <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> oh man but I don't know. I, I, uh, it's funny. Maybe we could talk about this again. Like, I'm sorry if everyone's like, well, I want to know more about his career. Well, maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. But I was chatting with this, uh, with Lamont about this recently. This might be funny. I'd love to get your take. Um, just cause you're you like, oh, if you're happy inside is I, I have found, um, cause this week I talked about, you know, being out of a relationship back on the dating scene and stuff. And, uh, It's funny. I find that the, the happier I get. So I, I was reading a lot of psychology stuff, enlightenment things, you know, just mindfulness, whatnot. And I find that the happier I get, the less funny I am. Oh, wow. Just, just because like, I, like where I used to, something would happen. I would find it ridiculous. You know, and then you you just hate metal over it until it becomes funny, right? Process it with humor. Now I just let shit go all the time. Yeah. And that's not funny. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah. Because like, I, and I, I tried to explain it to people in, in long form, and they're just like, yeah, I guess. You know, like, well, you can still be funny. You still, th-. I'm like, no, I, I let shit go so fast that I don't have time to get angry. I'm like, this is the way I, I, I explain it now, much faster. I go, think of the happiest person that you know in your life. Hmm. How fucking funny are they? Yeah. Right. They're not uh, particularly funny. Now think of your angry friends that are always in a fucking mood. Like those people <laughs> are usually the ones you're like, yeah, I want to have a few drinks with Steve and watch him fly off the fucking handle. Like yeah, yeah. there's something about anger because angers, you know, we're cynical and there's criticism and stuff like that. And anger and frustration and, and fear really. Yeah. Right. So that I just, I find that the more I, I understand that I process shit, process shit in a healthy way, I'm a lot less funny. Wow. So I'm trying to teach myself to be okay with getting angry temporarily okay like like allowing myself to be angry long enough to maybe mine some shit out of it and then let it go right
1: but that so, sounds too healthy that, that, that's a it healthy, is too healthy viewpoint.
0: <laughs> happiness is the cure to stand up
1: that's, that's what i think it is well it's interesting you and i are on the exact opposite path right now because i spent um uh i, I mean I, I guess i started working in europe about seven years ago when um, I moved over, but I spent the first little while being not very happy because it's um, uh, and alone because I you know, like no friends, the, the flats in London are harsh. Um, I was uh, fucked up on Somersby every day, like, you know, <laughs> like um, and so I tried I tried to switch that to coming stand up out of uh, out of happiness and out of love and, and then trying to trust that. If uh, if what I'm doing in my personal life is making me happy, then it'll come through on stage, and I'll start writing, um, you know, stuff that matters to me and stuff from that side of my. Uh, so we're we're on the exact opposite path, uh, which is which is really interesting.
0: I'd like for that to work. I want to be wrong about my theory on it, because mm-hmm. I'm still very fearful, still very angry, but I feel like that pushes people away. Sorry, we this is the first time I've ever brought like a little tray of cookies out. <laughs>
1: And I, expected,
0: I expected soft, I don't know why, cookies by usual design
1: are <laughs> crunchy. You look like, like you so it up, disgusted with my statement that you're, you're, you're leaning <laughs> back, from back from back the, the microphone, from the mic. like out of love. You're like, good
0: God. And the worst it. is I could hear the crunching in my head, but I was like, Okay, so am I hearing it through the headphones, which means it's coming across on the recording, or am I just hearing it because it's crunching in my dome, you know?
1: <laughs> and it isn't it's not a soft snack. next time you bring snack, you gotta I go. I thought
0: they were gonna be mildly soft, so it'd be like squish, squish, yum, yum. No, it's crunch, crunch, crunch. I'm like, oh fuck, this is a bad choice. <laughs>
1: they are nice. And though. I thought
0: you were gonna get ready. I thought you were gonna go into a five minute description like I got time to chew a fucking cookie. And you were you were good, you were very respectful of the economy of words, you made it nice and short. I'm like, I'm gonna have to talk. Oh. <laughs> and I it think, had coconut in it which means i'm gonna be, oh. gonna be falling into my teeth and choking me up of the-
1: <laughs> i credit that to my i think that's important with my friends growing up in high school i had these um i love them to death but if your story didn't make sense with it like if, if it didn't go somewhere in one second you were crucified for like publicly crucified and it's stuck into my brain if i anytime i'm in a social situation i will not give myself the rope of telling a story more than like 40 seconds really it, yeah yeah because in my friend group like they would make it awkward and then and then just like ridicule you until maybe you that's, left the room maybe
0: that's why you got into stand-up yeah like, i get 40 minutes yeah <laughs> i can talk you. for 40 minutes and they can't give me shit for-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a bouncer goes and tells them to shut up that'd be great
0: <laughs> yeah unlike like the the bouncer's and fucking absolute comedy. The tiniest little human beings <laughs> that you could possibly find.
1: Zero policing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I was making fun of Aaron Power. So again, anyone listening all over the world has no no idea. But we have like five foot tall dorm. The doormen get increasingly smaller at absolute <laughs> comedy. And I, what I think it is is I'm like, I think they got these little man complexes. Because the doormen, you know, the turnover is so fast. Hmm. So I think it's like, well, I don't want somebody... Taller than me, so they just hire someone an inch shorter than them. They're just progressively, <laughs> as they move up, hiring someone shorter and shorter. So they're the tall one,
1: and it's all so a comedy that, factor that you guys lose them to stand up. Every one of these guys yeah. is always interested in stand up. Yeah, right?
0: I yeah. want to be. I want to be a comedian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then
0: you get chicks. <laughs> nope, <laughs> no. <laughs> that does not happen. Yeah. Oh my god, what was it? Alonzo Bowden's like keep them at the club. You know? the chicks <laughs> think, oh my god, you want to come hang out? And as soon as you leave, like it's like the. <laughs> The Wakandan dome wears off And they're like "What's? Where are we now Who are you Get away from
1: us (laughs) Yeah you're just an old guy (laughs) It's not funny anymore Because you're dark And fuck
0: (laughs) Fuck Well I'm hoping that like In terms of the happiness stuff Like you see guys like Pete Holmes Mm. uh, Who are absolutely hysterical um, Who are someone like Gaffigan Yeah I think
1: Yeah maybe he's dad happy you know like yeah. yeah yeah
0: yourself super super positive uh guys like fraser young yeah. you know like like positive and so i'm like okay i hope that that's where the humor is i mean i know that there's still still a certain level of frustration and whatnot but positive i'm i'm that's what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to to uh pursue happiness in a healthy way but at the same time you know let it i, I want to let myself even feel the frustration. I mm-hmm. guess, I guess, you know, uh, getting a little real here yeah, was, And uh, and again some of my my listeners know this already, but one of the issues that I had with my relationship was just, um, I don't wanna say anger, but like definitely dwelling, like, you know, despair and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I associate any of those feelings of like negativity or criticism or anything like that with, oh, this is unwanted behavior for relationships. So it's completely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So to even be critical is like, no, so that's what I mean by giving myself permission to get angry. It's not to like lose my shit, but more along the lines of being able to take something, deconstruct it, be a little negative with it. You know what I mean? In order to get some funny out of yeah. it and then let it go. Now that I've got a funny little thing, all right, it's cute
1: and funny. Now let it go. Don't, yeah. don't hold onto it forever. Like,
0: okay, it's a great joke. Still pissed me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, it might
1: be a good way to like, for, You to deal with all those emotions, like because it's hard, like dealing with emotions, fucking hard, and it's a learning process (laughs) forever. But this sounds like a great way, like journaling. Like what you're doing is no different than what the professionals suggest you do. Like you're basically journaling it and (laughs) and getting people making people
0: (laughs) listen to my journal. That's what the (laughs) podcast is basically. I'm like, I don't like writing. I'll talk it out. <laughs> and if someone wants to listen, all right, sorry.
1: <laughs> Just downloading all your shit on that. It's great, right?
0: man. Well, one of the things, I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on too. And again, this is supposed to be about you and I'm talking about myself here. But
1: oh, it, right. but
0: it's you know, I haven't talked about anything yet. And because you're a positive person, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll get a positive perspective. Because other <laughs> other negative people love latching onto it. But uh, speaking of the thing, so the, um, the perspective with the relationship ending was... Um, you have to be happy, you know, you have to love yourself, right, you have to be happy with yourself before you can be with someone else. So Mm. it was basically like, hey, we're neither one of us is particularly happy people, we should go be happy people before we should be in a relationship, Mm. makes sense. But I was like, okay, so then I became um, obsessed is too strong, but I can't think of a better term right now. So I became very focused on, okay, well, what what is happiness then? You know, I gotta be a happy person in order to be in a relationship. So I became very preoccupied with, okay, well, what's happiness then? You know, if it's if that's where you got to be, like, what does this destination look like? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to, to, basically characterize happiness. Like, it's a feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's only four emotions: happy, mad, sad, and afraid. Yeah. Mad, sad, and afraid, all the time. You know what I mean? Those those come knocking every now and again. They come and go too. But I don't. I've never in my life had to worry about whether or not I ever feel sad, mad, or afraid again. <laughs> happiness. Sometimes you'll have the thought like i ever gonna be happy again am i ever gonna is that one ever gonna come knocking on the door to visit but interesting just sorry these are these are the psychology books and things like that but i was kind of like so what is what is like permanent happiness or perpetual happiness right because i know that i'll feel happy again but in terms of being someone who is you wake up every day and you're just happy i'm happy i'm good today right i was almost like in terms of comedians and stuff like that because one of the reasons that we you know, we talked about it earlier this week. We were talking about one of your specials early on, mm. and just that—that that like, even though it's great, and again, I'm a fan because I saw that special. Something you yourself, you know, you're like, ah, I would have liked to have waited or whatever. Yeah, we're—I—is I, it fair to say that we're never happy with what we've done? We're never satisfied in terms of
1: like, hey, this joke is finished. Like we always want to yeah. keep evolving and Yeah, and, that artist never, I don't think, ever goes away. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's I don't know if you would relate that to in like happiness inside though. That's just like Yeah, that's work. But well, look yeah, at, like, yeah, con- like you're never satisfied. Yeah, you're contentment. Critical. Yeah, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I that's what I thought. Like some people are like, well it's not happiness, it's contentment. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about that artist and I go, well, Contentment would be that you're happy with what you have. And I'm like, just the nature of being an artist, striving to you know have new goals and ambitions, that by definition is the opposite of contentment because contentment means you're happy with what you have. You wouldn't be striving for more. I wanna be wrong, by the way, in my stupid thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I wanna be wrong. But I was like, okay, so if in order to be happy, I have to be content. Doesn't that mean I have to stop setting goals and trying to achieve new things
1: Whoa. because
0: again, as an artist, you can't go, oh, I'm happy with everything. I'm, I've done everything I want to do. So yeah, I can do a little more, but I'm happy with what I got. It's, it's an odd thought process. So mm-hmm. my brain became preoccupied with this destination of happiness, this finish line that you can cross. And I started thinking about, it, I don't know if I know anyone who's like, again, perpetually happy. You know, like I would describe them. Yeah, they're they're positive. I I think some people think that I'm I'm mixing up positivity with happiness, because right. you can be an unhappy person but you're positive. Yeah. You know, you don't let oh, it you don't let it affect those other people. people. Are the worst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those people suck so hard. <laughs> please go on. Please go on. <laughs> Okay, go on. No, that
0: was great. No, <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> like really, like, yeah, yeah. They're the most frustrating because you can smell it. You can see it. You can feel it inside. Like as soon as they see, you know, the, the fake coat hanger, like it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> and you don't have to be like that. Yeah. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, that's that's one of the things I was trying to do. I'm like, yeah, I can put on the positivity. And that was one of the things that affected the relationship. It's mm. positive out there. So giving the world the show, and then you come home and you go, here's all the stuff. And yeah. the other person is seeing just the. Once you've hung up the thing and you're just like, Bleh. okay, yeah, yeah so yeah. so you're taking was, off
1: your Superman suit and yeah, yeah
0: exactly. And it was—I was being honest again. The frustration was never at the other person. It was just—it's just not nice to be around when someone's just down on themselves or mm-hmm. negative, right? And again, both of us capable of the same thing. So it's kind of like you know, that that whole like, well, you—if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. It's like, yeah, but when you're only getting that person at their worst, yeah, you know, and, and they say they're saving that energy for everyone
1: else, yeah. you know, that's- and then you're taking turns. Like one person will go through a low and then almost as a punishment the uh, that they come out of it, the other person will spin in because it's their turn to spend time on the bench sort of like, yeah, yeah and away you go. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, round and around, round and yeah. round, yeah. It's it's good to break that pattern and get right. the fuck out of it. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and that's and so that's. Yeah. I actually went on stage. I had a ten minute spot, and I'm like, I'm going to go on stage tonight and question the existence of happiness, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the the perpetual, permanent happiness. Cause like I said, to me, it's, it's something that I know positive people, but I don't know if I know anyone who's like happy to their core. They wake up every day satisfied with their life. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that's almost the meaning of life. Like as soon as someone achieves happiness, it's time to go get out of the way. Yeah. What are you just sticking around for doing victory laps around the world? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you've had, you're happy. You want, you want for nothing. Every day is just bliss. That's what up there is for atheist just for the record but, but at the end of the day right like it's kind of like well if you're just happy all the time then what are you taking up a spot in the, the highway for get out of the fucking way we're all still working <laughs> on it get out of here yeah we're still working on it get the fuck out of the way yeah. so i i treated it like in my head it was like heaven everybody tells you what you have to do to get there hmm. but i don't know anyone who's ever been there so it's like everyone has tells you how to be happy but i don't know anyone who's happy so it's it was very dark and bleak. So sorry for everyone to have to listen to that, yeah, but that... that was, but that was what was consuming. Like, okay, I, I, I had my relationship and I, I missed the relationship, but I got to be happy before I get into another. Well, what the fuck is happiness? What is this finish line that you cross where you've arrived mm-hmm. and now you're happy? And, and again, well, if I'm happy and I'm content, then what the fuck do I need a relationship for? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So just, but that's what anxiety and neuroses <laughs> does is it makes you ask a thousand <laughs> questions that just go, then what? And then you go, well, fuck it then. <laughs> fuck all of it. <laughs> fine 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 you want me to be unhappy I'm fucking unhappy that's right oh I'm gonna be
1: happy I don't need you then well fuck you then what do you got to offer me oh my god if you do have a shrink I feel so sorry I for them don't because you just you talk too fast they're they probably have a thousand things to say to you and then you're like and then there's and then there's a highway of happiness and that the fucking who had a thing and they're just they're taking notes so goddamn fast They're fucking they smoke's going out their of their wrists <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I probably
0: should have a shrink, but they cost money and I prefer booze. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing too, right? If they solve my mental problems, I still, I feel like I'm not funny anymore. I'm like, well, yeah. I had a lovely, hi everyone, how are you guys doing tonight? I had a lovely day.
1: <laughs> yeah, and who wants that? That person's f- fucking the worst right? Too. Yeah, no, 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 no.
0: So I think I'm willing to sacrifice my own happiness <laughs> for the sake of minor joy
1: for yeah. others. I think that maybe as an artist, you're never going to get away from those down, uh, unhappy things. I don't, I think that's part of who we are. And, uh, you have to talk for long. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. You're going to have a cookie. I'm going to yeah. have a cookie. Into I'll, the mic. I'll, <laughs> hold, I'll hold the ball in the air, but you're going to, you're always going to, uh, you're always going to go through it. And, uh, I think the trick is, is just coming out of it quicker like you say, like I I can feel it and then uh you know I can just write a bit about it and move on it's the it's the days spent dwelling in in hell that are uh yeah and the, and if you can just kind of deflect out of it out of it quicker like my partner Cecile uh who I live with in in France uh she uh, France
0: she, is not a sponsor for the record yes no, no, we don't care we don't care about fucking France it's actually the worst <laughs>
1: But she is. I think she's the closest to like the a happy person that I've met. Like she just doesn't seem to go through those um, ups and downs as much as uh, as much as the the regular person. And um, and I thought that would be that would make me happy. It's so it's fucking the worst. It's so frustrating. (laughs)
0: Really? Oh, I was I was I thought there was a happy ending coming. Oh no no Uh, I I, fucking those fucking people.
1: Yeah no no it's uh, I. I learned so much from her, but, uh, but it also, and I think I'm way more balanced now and, uh, and, but you know, you also, then you start looking at yourself, like how come I can't be in that constant state of, mm. you know, how, why, like late, like you, like why, why, why do I lack the power to stay in that nice, that nice place? Where, yeah. 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 And, uh, so I don't know, it's all, and then I'm sure she's looking at somebody else being like, God, I wish I was that happy, you know, and you're just, I was fucking, you know, I just, we're all fucked up. <laughs> I,
0: it's true. Mm. I was even, I've even telling people like, uh, I would watch like celebrities patterns, not necessarily a particular celebrity, but just celebrities in general. And you watch them. Like everyone thinks that if they were rich and famous, they'd be happy. Jim Carrey you know? that
1: was a great quote by Jim Carrey he said I wish everybody could be the most famous person in the world with millions of dollars to and then realize uh, it's, to, nothing yes, it's nothing kind of thing. it's yeah. not the answer it just isn't yeah it, yeah
0: and you watch them like you'll see people rich and famous like they, they couldn't be more successful mm. and then all of a sudden they're like on these health kicks right and they're like they're eating this and they only eat blah, blah 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 and then the next thing you know they're off in another country you know uh working on relief programs and things like that and then then they're adopting children and bring them in. It's like you could, I mean, at least for myself, I'm like, that looks like someone who's chasing happiness. They're mm-hmm. trying to find some sort of fulfillment or, you know, uh, there's a better word, but it's early enlightenment. Uh, not, yeah, <laughs> I mean that, but just more of like a meaning, you know, the, the, like I said, fulfillment inside them, something that, of meaning just to go, okay, well, this makes me feel like I'm a cop, that's the thing. You can see people who have what you think you want. Mm. What's that, um, the hierarchy of needs or whatever maslow's yeah
1: yeah yeah maslow's smart people i never remember
0: the the person to credit them
1: yeah i did poor in that course in uh in my nerd chuck brush university but i do remember the maslow mm-hmm. theories of need because um but yeah like that's more about you know shelter cl- like you know right like, of course. like basic stuff and then at the top of the pyramid then but um yeah i don't know like if we're all searching for it, what if it's, what? If, I, don't, I don't know what it That's is. That's why I
0: think that when you find it, you're done. I mean, there's there's monks in in Asia that spend their entire lives, you know, in solitude, meditating, trying to find the the, the path to happiness kind of thing mm-hmm. and enlightenment and whatnot. So you're just kind of like, I don't know, for, for me, I, again, I always go to despair first. So I'm like, oh, it doesn't exist. Look at this way, Peter, smarter people than I who still haven't found it, right? The top of the mountains meditating in cloaks. <laughs> Still haven't been at peace. Oh, meals are provided. I think that, that one of the things that they should eliminate is those staircase fucking walks for water. Oh. They find a system like a, just tie some ropes and have a pulley system, have a dude who's rocking it out down there, fill the buckets. And then you just, that's what, I mean, that's going to get them a step closer to yeah. happen. I think, Cause I'd be like, everything's great except for that fucking walk every day.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> And I will say like, uh, our pulley and rope system, like I just did, I did a debate with, um, Kathleen McGee and she was debating for Facebook. I was debating against it. And I told the audience live that if you vote for me, I'll delete Facebook. And I did, uh, and they voted for me and I deleted it. You deleted your account? I did. Yeah. I'm. there's still a fan page out there, but right. I don't have a personal one and I did it live on stage and, um, I th- I'd, I'd say that's a huge chunk of society's problem with mm-hmm. happiness right now is, uh, is social media. I, I, I would yeah, say, yeah, hundred percent. And personally, I noticed that as soon as that was sort of gone and the, and the scrolling and I, I have like, wonderful friends and uh like but yeah all that negativity all that um you know people showcasing their the best part of their lives mm-hmm. all the time and the demo and, reel yeah and not doing any you know any poor things or and if they do uh, talk about the shitty things then they're sort of ostracized as weird because they're doing it on like it's all fucked up yeah 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 yep. i mean that's uh that's a good way to, to go a couple of notches up the happy radar is just ditching that or just getting rid of the scrolling habit. Like you wake up in the morning, you scroll through. I mean, you're just finding something that pisses you off and then you're going to drive an Uber, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I just stopped the scrolling part. I get an extra hour of Ubering for me in the morning. I'm like, oh, okay. That is my favorite thing is going to convince myself that I'm being productive by just laying in bed and reading through my emails and scrolling through social media and I'll answer some things. I'm mean, being, I'm learning some shit. Yeah. It's uh, to, to look at all that stuff. Everyone's constantly comparing too, mm-hmm. right? So you see like that, that came up in arguments It was like, you know, everyone else looks like they're doing great. I'm like, it's because, no one's in the middle of a fight and they whip out their phone and start filming a piece of it so everyone can see, oh, I'm having a fucking fight right now, you know, post. It's not, it's it's the best versions of, of your life. It's the demo reel. You pick exactly what everyone gets to see and what they don't. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of smart minds that have said comparison is the death of happiness oh, because terrible. doesn't matter what you do. I don't know if I've ever shared this with, with. I, you know, I know we haven't said it, but if I've ever said this to you guys is that doesn't matter what you accomplish and what you succeed. There will always be someone who did it better, who did it faster, did it for more money, you know, whatever, did it at a younger age, whatever it is. And and that's that's the thing. Is that so as soon as you start, you know, transposing you're transposing yourself on top of other things and you know overlaying it, you're gonna go, Oh, I'm not happy with my accomplishment anymore because someone else is so you just you can't. It's there's a quote that I like that's like you don't have to be better than anybody else, you only have to be better than you were. Yeah. You know, so Dude. as long as you're better, mm-hmm. don't worry about what else is doing, just keep improving on yourself
1: and the, yeah and in that way as long as you're for us as long as you're creating if like i'd say the most unhappiest times of my life is when i stalled creating stand up like mm-hmm. when i couldn't write and uh and that's it and even when stand up's gone uh, when we take you know behind the barn and get shot because we're too old for jason or whatever <laughs> <laughs> then then you're then we'll just switch over to you know, building fucking furniture or something like as soon as create, but as long as like you're doing something creative, right? like this weekend was so delightful for me because Lamont was working on stuff. I, when I'm in these clubs, you know, I need a half an hour every year new. And, um, this is, this club's perfect for trying stuff out because it's so friendly and you know, and, uh, and this was this was great. I think I think I got maybe five new, five or six minutes new, and it was you know, one of my favorite weeks this year. You it know? was
0: so funny too. On Thursday, when you were doing some new stuff into the notebook, and you're like, ah, it worked you so excited check mark <laughs> <laughs> you hold it up like a trophy tap it on your forehead good job brain <laughs> that was so fucking funny Oh
1: man, yeah. that was so funny yeah and then take that that's the easy part like bringing it up through because you're you, it's so fresh that you got to read it from a notebook that's the easy and then when you got to start doing it later in the week without that crutch like mm-hmm. like actually just bringing it up like it's real material that's when it starts getting fucking terrifying you know because you don't it's like <laughs> You can always save the day if you go you know, with the audience, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, yeah. It was a really, really fun week. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I definitely feel it with, the, like you said, all of us working on new material. That helps too. Because again, when you know that you're not the only person on the show who's like,
1: well, I'm, yeah
0: pulling on my tricycle you guys whereas everyone's like no we're all we're all working on new shit so we're yeah. all gonna have ups and downs in the in the sets and we're all gonna put ourselves in a vulnerable position where it might not go well and yeah let's and, see
1: and the other guys are excited like i'm excited you're excited to watch like you are. Uh, like you're like oh shit that's coming along well and yeah. you know let yeah it's great and it's uh and then there's pride. The, I think the audience picks up on it too, because uh, all of a sudden your shoulders are a little bit higher, because you're yep. like, "Holy fuck, I can do this!" Like in our stupid artist brain, you know, after yeah. 20 years, they're like, "I uh, don't know if I could." <laughs>
0: it's it's funny how how I mean I, I don't I didn't see it at all. If you were nervous doing the new stuff, I couldn't tell for what that's worth. Sometimes you can see a guy doing new stuff, and and you're, you you can tell. Maybe the audience can't, but just us knowing how you know how the inner works of comedy. you can well, see someone who is a little nervous doing their new stuff. Yeah. When you know it's new, that's also an, an important part of being able yeah. to pick up on it. Is just knowing that he's going to go do something new. So we're watching, going. Well, I can see the confidence isn't quite there. Yours, you were, you were, you sold it incredibly well. Oh. It was great to see it work. But it's for for myself. Like I, when I have something new, there, like that that happiness bit that I did, I told myself all day, "You're going to go bomb tonight."
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're going.
0: I had to get myself comfortable with the bomb. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, so rather than going, oh, I really hope this works. I, I had to, I just set the expectations so low that anything would have been a pleasant surprise. I'm like, you're going to go bomb. You're going yeah, to go fine. up. You're going to question the existence of happiness to strangers and maybe ruin their night. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to, you're going to go, you're going to talk it up you're yeah. gonna, and you're going to, you're going to bomb and you're going to record it. And then you're going to hear if there was anything in it that's worth, worth doing. And it went infinitely better than I could have even hoped for. I thought like, I might get a couple chuckles here and there. It went great mm-hmm. somehow, um because i was angry <laughs> i meant it i was being sincere <laughs> with everything that i said but i i'm that's a that's a a fun thing because i was years a long chunk of time we talked about this mm. doing crowd work and stuff and yeah. not writing yeah yeah and uh it got to a point where i'm like i don't even think i'm comfortable trying new shit anymore mm. just because i'm like i what if it doesn't work but david pride was talking with me one time we, we did a podcast and he was saying how like you get to a point where if you can start understanding like you can bomb he goes, I've, I'm still afraid of bombing, but it's, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've bombed lots of times Yeah. and I'm still here doing it. It's not like if you bomb, you just, yeah. someone comes up and go, give me your, give me your membership card back. You're not a comic no. anymore. Like,
1: and you, you just sort of bomb more gracefully, like, yeah. you know, You like you can bomb, but like, you know, it's not going to feel like it after 20 years as hard as it does when like an amateur like freezes, like uh, you know? Like that just. whatever, you know, it's just not going to feel like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. But my comfortability level, because um, I, I was t- I was talking to Lamont, because Lamont said something about time. Like I think last night he was like, "Oh, I, I cut into your or something like I, you could only do thirty eight minutes or something last night or whatever." And that's interesting. You say that I look comfortable because I was like every minute that Lamont or whatever that I didn't get on stage, yeah. I was so ecstatic. Like I've never been the comic that I don't understand the guys that are like, I want to go up there and do unlimited time yeah. uh, has never in all of my years. I am to the minute guy and it's out of sheer terror. Really? Oh yeah. Like I'm not, not one second. Am I comfortable up there? And really? And, and every time I go up, I'm always like, okay, here we, like I'm going to check them. And then they'll laugh at the first one. I'm like, Oh, okay. 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 I checked <laughs> really? him. I tricked him. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at.
0: The trick them part. I get. Mm-hmm. The trick them part, I get, I, I keep waiting for the audience who goes, you're not funny. We know it. Yeah. You're not fooling us anymore. It chickens have come home to roost. Yeah. We you're see done. It. Yeah. We, we and I got go, it. all right, well, good game. That was, that was
1: fun. <laughs> Thank you. Well played. That
0: part I get, mm-hmm. but even when you're up there, like it doesn't go away after the first laugh or whatever.
1: I mean, I, the, the game gets easier. Like right. for sure. Like when I, when I, when I feel that laugh, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then, but in it's, it's never like. I'm if I was in the NFL I would be out of the pocket always I'd be fucking running like like that's how I feel like up there and yeah. I'm, so I'll get a laugh or something I'll be like okay then this next one's gonna be okay and I have the currency to do this one and go like I'm yeah not, that's my mentality up there never once am I like oh yeah fucking here we go next crush town like never, <laughs> never next never.
0: crush town
1: <laughs> never
0: I I have the worst shows when I feel like that before it, and not 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 the crush but just like this is gonna be fine Oh. just just comfortable i can't i can't even be comfortable because the ones that i'm comfortable they don't go well yeah the ones where i'm nervous and terrified beforehand tend to go better <laughs> just because i'm like oh fuck oh fuck this is gonna be a fucking nightmare yeah I, I, god i don't know it's funny like 10 years in uh i it's like get to do 20 i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do for 20 minutes i don't have 20 minutes. <laughs> i have way more than that but i don't have any of it that i like or any of it that i even think is funny that's right do you do you find that Just for yourself, like, do you ever, do you ever write down an idea or maybe even just pitch something and everyone's like, oh, that's really funny. You're like, I don't, I don't even understand why this is funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a
0: stupid question, but just sometimes like things that are funny to other people. I'm like, oh, I found that interesting, but I didn't find it funny.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think so all the time and don't really understand how, like, I think Lamont was saying like he, he, it's sort of almost like math to him. Like he just sort of can see the joke as like a math equation. My best friend uh, Lacomber I don't know if you know Lacomber Sean Lacomber he's uh, oh yes yes uh, yeah, yeah but yes. he um, he's sort of the same he just they just it's a sort of just makes sense to those guys to the, the math of it mm. or whatever they just see it and they know if it's going to be funny or not or whatever and I that's again I'd lo- I don't know so yeah like he said every every idea I have I'm like I don't know if this guy <laughs> like, yeah. yeah every until I and then I go on stage and I talk about it if it works I'm still bewildered why the fuck it's working so <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm in a constant state of that
0: always <laughs> that I can understand yeah in terms of it looking like a formula I mean there are little formulas but not yeah I'll have an idea people are laughing and I go okay I was venting mm-hmm. uh, you know at the breakfast table okay I was venting I was upset about it everyone's laughing yeah. maybe that's a joke and not a complaint <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. but I guess that, I guess that's what your voice is. Like maybe you just are one of those lucky guys that just found like right away you just were yourself immediately and you talk like yourself and you can, because I guess the theory is, is that if you're doing it long enough, you just are exactly who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. On stage. So maybe you just want that's maybe that's why you're, a, you know, you're a crowd where you can just talk and people laugh because you're being exactly you. <laughs> maybe, you know, yeah, that, that could be the theory or, you know, and then there's guys like me that are lost and or, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is. You're, but that's an interesting theory for sure is you're at your funniest, then they say it takes 20 years to get to who you actually are inside on stage.
0: Fair. I got fired from a lot of jobs for just saying what I thought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So could be right
0: yeah I'm like <laughs> I spent a lot of time before stand up just saying what I thought the <laughs> customers and the like no I, I it's funny I never got fired for an interaction with a customer hmm. No, it was you know what it was one of those self sabotage things where you where you just get sick of the place but you know you can't just quit your job who can do that so you just slowly start doing things that oh, yeah. are gonna get it. and then when you get fired you're like well what the fuck do you want I, of course I have no job like they fired me I can't do anything about that that's right that's right a little
1: tap the nose whatever <laughs> same as getting out of relationships where you're like yeah, uh, you just find the littlest thing like you you know because like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to quit your job so you're just like well, the fuck up and then
0: <laughs> I talked to a kid the other day. Uh, we worked together on like a, a promotion thing. He's uh, with a girl now. He's twenty, so he's been with her for three months. That's that's a long time
1: for yeah, at that 20, age. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And he's like, uh, oh, I fucking hate her. And I go, well, then why are you with her? Go, well, just just break up with her. Oh, dude, I fucking hate her. He even showing me a picture. I'm like, oh, she's good. He's like, ugh, she's a fucking pig. I hate her. Like, oh, just angry. And I was like, I was like, well, dude, you should not be with her if you if you hate her this much. I'm like, you should. He's like, yeah, but like my house doesn't have air conditioning. <laughs> Hers.
1: <laughs> 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 I hear you, dude. He goes, her house doesn't have air
0: conditioning. Or, or my house doesn't have air conditioning. Her house does. Uh, you know, she's downtown, close to my work. You know, location, location, location. I go, that's not a relationship saying. That's. You're staying with her because she has AC and she looks like her. Yeah, and her fucking roommates hate me. And I'm like, dude, this this is that's so toxic. You oh, have to get out of this.
1: That's great. That kid is awesome. Yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah. thought so. I thought so. <laughs> it, but it was
0: just fucking hysterical to me.
1: <laughs> Air conditioning is a big thing. Like, I, I just got it put in and I, I'm like, uh, I'm a better person for it. <laughs> I really am. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a
0: great slogan right on the box yeah. <laughs> it's like testimonials like oh it's a I i just had it put in and i'm a better person yeah for
1: it. it's about it's you can sleep you can just yeah. you can sleep and it's a huge difference you know
0: i saw something on social media yesterday as a matter of fact called the the oh free plug for them why not the bed jet bed jet bed jet what is it well uh no they're not a sponsor or anything i just i saw it and i was like this seems ridiculous they did um I don't know if they have the the commercials over, over in the Europe, but it was like, um, you ever see like the squatty potty commercials yes. and the, and the poo-pourri ones where it's like a funny little infomercial, mm. the silly jokes and stuff. It was like that. But the idea is that it's like this, this little vacuum thing, whatever that you stick under your bed with a, a hose that connects to the sheet and it blows the air under the covers. Oh. Yeah. And the idea is that people heat up in bed or that the temperatures are, um, they reflect the humidity. Mm-hmm. So it's the humidity under the sheets that makes you uncomfortable, not necessarily just the temperature. Okay. So the idea is that this thing blows the humidity out from under your sheets and you can adjust what temperature you want. So it's basically like like either a, a heater or an air conditioner under your sheets that's just blowing the air around, you get better sleep. And they were even showing, you know, side by side, uh, what is it like thermal, thermal wow. imagery of like how hot it is on one side and how hot it is on the other one with the, the bed jet. And you get two units and have separate sides of the bed for different temperatures yeah, as well, desired.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I think, think it's
0: four hundred bucks. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> you get the same face. No, you're like, no.
1: fuck that. <laughs> four hundred bucks. Well, I put um I put an ice pack on my balls every night. Nice. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious. <laughs> no, I am there's a sp- there's a book and I wish it's a French book (laughs) and if I had my laptop i will give you the but um, the theory is is that the human beings are too like because of clothing and stuff like that we've never been this hot before and uh, a lot of sicknesses in that are coming from it and if you um, if you I, I, if you put an ice pack on, it's basically on your uh, glands. uh okay. d- You know the, the, those are getting rid of toxins, right? So if you put if you put an ice cube uh, in a glass of water, all the if there's anything in that water, it's all going to be attracted to it, right? The, really. Uh, the, the coldness pulls it. So their theory is is that. Um, the toxins are going to be pulled from your body uh, into the place where it gets rid of toxins, right? So but you just. But it's a theory, it's not proven yet? Well, it's a. I don't know. It's a, it's a doctor. So that, that's a, how much do you trust doctors? I, I don't know.
0: Chiropractors, doctors of sorts.
1: <laughs> but um, my mother in law. Her um, her partner translated the book from uh, French to English. She's an English guy, so okay. that's why everybody around us is sort of into this thing. But um, so yeah, you do it every night, and then it's pulling all that toxins into your glands and um and so i've been doing it for a while it's refreshing i got okay. it, it's it's amazing yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly fascinated but yeah I'm. yeah you it, it does make you feel better immediately just the the temperature of your body being um adjusted every night and mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely amazing and
0: and, and um, you can it's comfortable again not to get too personal but it's, it's actually under your balls or that's just a yeah a no
1: habit. no right on like uh yeah girl or guy you put it just right on right on your fun bits and uh <laughs> like right on underneath and you just yeah and
0: and that doesn't make it difficult to fall asleep
1: uh no it's it's really nice i mean
0: well then again wanna... you did have the metal cleaner so maybe you have a <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: titanium, a titanium, titanium
0: dick. Dick. everything down there's dead <laughs> so you're just like that's ah, uh, i don't notice it but
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um
0: that's in reference to a bit so you want to know what it is go see paul <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> it's uh yeah, no, it's, you're, you're supposed to t- not, like, it's not supposed to freeze. It's just, oh. you know, you're just, uh, you put a, a wrap of, um, and actually, they, they actually sell pads, um, which, I, you know, I don't think you need to go buy them. You can, like, a, a frozen bottle of water is what I settle on now. Um, okay. And then you just put a couple of wraps of... Uh, um, a towel around it, a paper towel, paper towel. And then, uh, and And then just tuck
0: it underneath there. That's it.
1: Yeah. And read, read for half an hour or something like that. And, and watch like it seemed, I definitely have been getting sick less. My skin's way better. Wow, Uh, A whole bunch of things I, I know is, uh, and if you feel sickness coming on, um, and yeah you just go go do it and uh, I, I i'm i'm a believer at first i, I thought that my my partner like cecilia was like this is crazy and and it's uh, i'm a big believer now
0: no, so theoretically you could do your armpits and stuff too with like your lymph nodes are there or is it not so much lymph yeah. nodes your lymph nodes are like filters too they filter shit out yeah the
1: lymph so i think but the ones in your growing are the the strongest or whatever. yeah or the toxin getting rid of it cuz that's I where we are expelling so yeah that's exactly it but i i'm i don't know that i've I, I don't know maybe the armpits worth. theory uh, no, no
0: no i just i'm like oh where else their glands because i know that there's there's glands in the back of your head the base here you can ice your throat, your throat. yeah but <laughs> so i drink a lot of ice caps that's helping right now uh, <laughs> i yeah no that's interesting and i hmm. that's something i'm totally gonna try
1: do it because it, and just being cooler is way better like going to sleep cool <laughs> it
0: sounds like going to sleep cool shades yeah, on yeah, whatever so. you're going to sleep cool yeah, buddy yeah, yeah, all of a sudden you got confidence uh, in
1: your material yeah and your... <laughs> ice your fucking balls ice your balls <laughs>
0: dude and i'm in the place now where i'm oh my god that's so fucking funny to me are you talking about that on stage
1: no uh this is the first time i've ever actually outside of our little circle in france uh, this is the first time i mentioned it um That's so i should do you actually, have any yeah.
0: intention because i'm like you don't i will yeah like, I'm going yours to, uh, you talk
1: yeah i'll, I'll try that out uh, i think in kingston i'll, I'll start uh, talking about ice packing my balls i guess and, and we'll see what happens
0: i just think because myself personally uh like i said being on the the dating scene i already have sleep apnea so i go to sleep with a fucking vacuum on my face every night <laughs> which is going to be difficult to meet someone new and be like, all right. Good <laughs> Night and then boom, fighter pilot. Like, fucking, and I can only imagine trying to stick a frozen bottle of ice between my nuts. (laughs) Was this too much for you the first time in a year? Like, (laughs) how long do you have to live, (laughs) right? I don't want to get into anything. No, here's the thing the glands. The glands expel toxins. Like, you know, like six cheeseburgers is a lot of toxins too. Maybe there's other things you can do besides icing your balls. No, it works. It's a good, Not a, good balance. Exactly. I'll have three Big Macs, a large fry, and a Diet Coke. That's how you work everything out. Oh, man. Brilliant. I had someone who came up to me last night after the show, and, uh, right right near the tail end. Um, she was talking about how funny we all were. She's like, oh, he's killing me right now. She's like, I I broke I cracked a rib or something you know a couple weeks ago and she's like you guys had me laughing so hard I had to take another painkiller <laughs> I was like I, I thought that's she was gonna great. say we broke another one that would have been really funny <laughs> that's a good compliment it's like I good. I broke a rib and I was laughing so hard I had to take an extra painkiller because <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I aggravated that. That's brilliant. Yeah. And you had somebody come approach you like, "Oh, I wish I was single." I I I was walking away, but I heard some, a lady. Have you saying, heard that? I, did. I didn't tell you? No, no, no. I heard that. Yeah. Okay. And I I was just walking away, but I was like, "Look at look at Josh."
0: Yeah. Out. The first time in my fucking life. Twice this week. She was beautiful. Never before. Yeah. Well, but that's that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: I See wasn't joking. Angry. I wasn't joking. Fine. <laughs> like... You want beautiful women approach me? <laughs> Fuck you, world. Fine. I'll take it. We oh, fight in a fucking we fight. <laughs> a fucking.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm not happy with anything. Uh, well, this is the logic in my head. I'm like, how easy is it to say that when you don't have, don't have to follow through? With yeah. That's yeah. the part that I'm like, it's it's nice. Thank you for the compliment. But I don't know if it's sincere because there's no position to. Yeah back up what you're saying yeah put your money where your mouth is yeah yeah. Literally. so that's all it is yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only thing i thought it's just like thank you but yeah you know i i don't know that there's any truth behind that like i twice this week one person was like i can't standing right next to her boyfriend and she's like i, I can't say this next time but she's like, she's like I'm, i you know she's like yeah but if i was saying i'd fuck you those are the same words the one last night used right Like as the boyfriend's walking through the door, or husband, military husband, that's the guy. Please don't say anything (laughs) that's gonna get me killed. I didn't do anything wrong. But like, yeah, as they're walking through the door, she runs back a couple of feet. I would totally fuck you. And then out the door, I'm like, "Eh, thanks. Thanks. I don't even I don't even know what to say. I I said, I said likewise, fully full of shit. Likewise. Likewise. I'm gonna go ice my balls. I'm gonna ice my balls. I'm gonna go ice my balls and stick the vacuum on my face.
1: Maybe that's what's sucking the happiness out of you is that fucking vacuum.
0: <laughs> it's already pulled my tonsils <laughs> out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's
1: yeah. funny. That was nice of her, though. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. it's great.
0: It, but again, uh, why? It's how fucked up is it that the feeling I'm left with is not not confidence or or flattery, but like, man, yeah. fuck that <laughs> Yeah, you, not lady. even fuck you, thank you, but just the frustration of like I don't, it, I will never know if it was sincere. Mm. And that's the part, and I, I don't really think I want to, because again, at the end of the day, yeah, it's great. Thanks for being a gorgeous woman saying you'd fuck me, but at the same time, A, it's based, I have I have to think almost entirely mm-hmm. in the fact that I was doing comedy on stage, because mm-hmm. you wouldn't look at me on the street and go, oh my God, i totally fuck you. Well, look at this guy. And at the same time, I'd be like, that's very forward of you. Hmm. I could be a very bad person. In fact, that's what I said to her. I go, no, I'm a bad person. And she's like, no, I could tell you're a good person. I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm like, well, I, am not i am like well i would like to think I am. I'm very (laughs) empathetic. I'm not funny anymore unless I'm angry, but (laughs) But it's, it was, it was a nice, it was a nice compliment. So I just have to hope that everyone woman (laughs) going forward sees me on stage. is like, wow, I want that angry troll in my life. he's just kidding (laughs) that's not how he thinks
1: (laughs) dude i think i think an experiment for you would be amazing is we should get you on anti-anxieties and then just see how your material changes like because you like doing crowd work and then maybe like cool josh on (laughs) anti-anxiety likes material and and it completely flips around but it'd be so hilarious hey guys i went tree planting (laughs) <laughs> I was the tr-
0: first thought in my head. I'm like, what would a cool, happy person do? And tree, tree planting is the <laughs> first thing. <laughs> 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 Going to live in the fucking woods, oh, waking God. up having nightmares planting trees. I thought <laughs> you from Alberta, there's a lot of tree planters out there, right?
1: Yeah, that's tree planting uh, kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they
0: talk about how they wake up in the middle of the night like, like trying to plant trees in their floor because of just the rhythm.
1: But the fun thing, the tree planters are not well-adjusted people. Like, there's, (laughs) there's, there's. I mean, it's romantic. (laughs) It's romantic to think about it, but they're not. Like, there's hotels in the north that have signs that say no tree planters because they're like, they stay in the bush for like 100 days and then they come out like savages and they (laughs) fucking muddy and they drink and like, you know, it's not. They're like, they're they the riggers. You're the straits. They're oil riggers. <laughs> Under a guise of fucking doing Jesus's work. Jesus. That's
0: <laughs> fuck. I had a friend who did it and he's just like, yeah, you see the pictures and stuff. You're like, that doesn't seem like anything I'd want to do
1: ever. Oh, it's hard, man. It's hard. Like, I think it's easier working on the rigs. I really do. Their job is uh, ridiculous. You know,
0: all of it seems horrible to me. I got a friend who's like, yeah, we saw a bear. A bear came at us. I was like, yeah, I don't care about trees that much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate their work, but they're, you know, they're on their own. (laughs) There's (laughs) bears out there. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things about living in Canada. As a matter of fact, um, I was talking about this, too. Again, dude, every... I don't know why every thought... This has been way too much about me, and I apologize because... Oh, no, it's fun, man. Yeah, but... <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm just falling apart on the fucking episode. Paul Meyerhoff is uh, present while I fall apart.
1: <laughs> uh, He's a witness. It's more about being a witness. Yeah, can you sign this paper? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I needed. It's just... So
0: that they know I wasn't on drugs. Uh, I'm drinking water, for Christ's sake.
1: <laughs> and a pumpkin spice. Oh, you No, I haven't touched even touched it that. yet. Yeah, yeah because
0: yeah. I was afraid I wouldn't be able to taste the fucking <laughs> firecracker <laughs> cookies over here. That Crunch, crunch, crunch. But uh, yeah, like, again, another thing that I was just like, oh, I can't even find happiness in where I live <laughs> in terms of like, I've always been like, oh, there's beautiful places in the world, right? Like, yeah, California, move it, move it to Vancouver. And there's Fiji and all these places in the world where it's like, it's, there's beautiful places, Australia, but I'm like, everywhere you go, there's, there's some negatives. Like you live in California, there's earthquakes and tsunamis and they have fucking, you know, Nevada, there's snakes and scorpions and shit that'll kill you. Like Mm -hmm. everywhere you go there's something that makes it not ideal to live there. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hurricanes, things like that. In Florida, you let the dog out in the morning and it's gotten eaten by a crocodile you didn't see in the backyard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Australia, you got to shake your boots out in the morning because yeah. there could be a spider that bites you and kills you. Like,
1: Well, let, let me paint this picture for you. Mm. I live in the Mediterranean in France. My mm. house is in the Mediterranean. Um, and there's French people there.
0: Exactly French my people. point. Yeah, like yeah. It's-
1: you <laughs> can find anything. I mean... <laughs> I like, I leave, I, I like jogging. I I run through my little village and then I'm in unlimited wineries and I run really? among grapevines. That I'm sounds amazing. 10 minutes away from a nudist beach. I, uh, if you go the other way, you're uh, up a mountain, like you starting to get into the Pyrenees. It's, it's, absolutely paradise and i hate so many fucking things about it really <laughs> well, yeah, yeah yeah well the, we're not hate but like <laughs> no but like, I, I get it yeah they oh and no matter where you are like right now there's these little mosquitoes that are they come from asia they have white stripes they're like zebra mosquitoes huh. and they they sting differently they're hard to kill they're smaller and our house is like just for a month out of the year is filled with these fucking mosquitoes and I mean, it will be close to ruining your life. Like it's so annoying. You have to cover yourself with mosquito spray inside your own home. Wow. Um, in order to like sleep or cook or anything. Like, how do they, they get in? Just open the room. door
0: and they're fucking in. Like,
1: yeah. Well, we have cats, so um, uh, yeah. It's quite. You know, we're opening up the door quite often, and also it's like plus a, a thousand degrees, so the windows are open. Um. Uh, we did get air conditioning upstairs, so that's cool.
0: <laughs> well, you said it made that's you great. a better person. Now yeah. I'm starting to understand.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that room, there is a little san- a sanctuary in our house that uh, mm-hmm. there's air conditioning in the upstairs. So there, that's kind of like a mosquito-free uh, zone. We just keep it running all day. And uh, yeah, but yeah, everywhere, no matter what, there's, there's problems. <laughs> They're always yeah. waiting, waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that's the thing.
0: It's just there's nowhere you can go that's just perfect all the time. No, And I, I haven't traveled a lot. Um, the first time, like the furthest... I'd ever been from home ten years ago was New York City, hmm. from Ottawa, which is a seven-hour drive. So just that circumference before that Toronto, wow. <laughs> you know four hours. Yeah, my family was was poor. We didn't have a vehicle, anything like that. So the only time we would ever travel was like if there was a, a family thing, you know, outside of town. Right? We didn't we didn't travel
1: no, as right. vacation
0: because we just didn't have the the money for it. Okay. But uh, I went to La- Las Vegas, I think, about five years ago. Hmm furthest I'd ever been from home and that's now you're actually somewhere where the climate is different like New York Toronto Montreal that kind of shit it's all generally speaking the same climate right so when I went there we were playing golf and I I ran off my ball I am shit at golf and I was just fucking around I was drunk anyways but um I knocked my ball off of the lush grass that shouldn't exist in the desert uh into the shrubs and the, the dirt And when I went after it you know someone was like well, I don't know if you should do that and I just heard that's Oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, that's Jeez. not a thing that exists where I'm from. You know, yeah. it was cute seeing the little dagus running all over the place, like the little funny little desert chipmunks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you hear that. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's those terrifying. things exist here. Yeah. And that's, I think like as much as, you know, there's some, there's a beautiful place in the world. I, th- I think that's one of the things, despite the cold and it sucks At least in Canada, you know, you don't have like I said, you're not going to shake your boot up in the morning. and A fucking bear comes out of it. You know, (laughs) in Canada, most places in Canada, anything that can kill you, you can see coming for a while. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You just wake up in the morning and there's, there's a moose in your fucking kitchen. Like, oh God, (laughs) you know, like you get, you get a bit, but like I said, like the idea like open my back door to let the dog out in the morning and a crocodile eats it. You know what I mean? I'm
1: like, oh fuck. I could do without that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. so. For Even sure. Australia, like the, uh, whatever. Where we are is, um, I was running the other day and an, an actual, a serious threat. And I was running at dusk, which you're not supposed to do, but at- Why? Is boars, wild boars. and That's uh, why you're not supposed to? Yeah. And I ran into one the other. Just the last night before I came to Ottawa, I was running and then uh, I came around the corner in the vines, and I heard this snarling, and and luckily he ran the other way. But there's like there's huge boars with the tusks and everything, and, and they'll come at you. Oh yeah, yeah, they charge, and uh, yeah, so that's that's the biggest danger down there. Is really like, they can come at you. Yeah, but, but they yeah, only come at night. Uh, well that's that's the time they're out. They're like uh, you know they're running around. They're eating some grapes. You know they seem to do their forging in that uh, dusk, and then yeah, you don't see them much during the day. They're hiding, and then uh,
0: but they still have risk during the day, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're around, and there's boar hunting like uh, in our little village. There's a, there's a house that's dedicated to boar hunting. They go and kill and they bring it back to the house and process it. And everybody takes their meat home. It's a, it's a, it's a big business. And you live in a village there, not uh, like yeah, yeah. Just maybe, maybe a thousand people or something like that. The village called Co. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's nice. Got a like a yeah, nice church clock tower it's a typical it's a medieval wall city we live like oh uh, my god yeah so well how the fuck did that happen
0: uh well my uh, i mean a, a crass way to ask sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah. how the fuck, fuck did that happen what did you do like, but it yeah. just sounds amazing right like again show business you're you're very accomplished but you're like i live in tiny little
1: yeah but it
0: sounds amazing. Again, maybe some people are like, what? That sounds yeah. amazing to me.
1: Yeah, well, it's like it's a ludicrous decision. I don't speak French. So for a career decision, it's crazy. But <laughs> 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 I like to move to a village. But uh, uh, yeah, so my partner, Cecile, is from there. So either she moves to London or something, and or I move to, uh, to France to the south. And so it's it's very easy. You can commute from down there. There's five airports within an hour radius, uh, hour and a half radius um all the northern europeans come there for vacation so ryanair EasyJet, all of those companies uh service those airports and you know for me to commute to work it's you know 50 pounds returned or something like that to manchester or scotland or uh, norway or ireland or wherever i'm at and so i just fly just fly to work and i fly my most weekends i'm, I'm trying to you know, I got a little burnt out last year doing that. I'm trying to do it a little bit differently now where I'll do, you know, three weeks in, I'll go to, you know, here or Norway or something and then take a couple of weeks off uh, back at home. And, uh, um, but swat uh, the mosquitoes, swat the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chase <laughs> boars around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it's just, um, it's, uh, it's for, yeah, it's, it was a decision. Um, and I, I it's nice. It's a nice life when you're off the road. We get enough of big cities. I get enough of yeah. big cities. So it's uh, when I'm off, I'm. It's com- completely secluded. It's slow. I buy all the food from markets. Uh, everything's it sounds like fresh. the
0: perfect counterbalance. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. So
0: maybe that's why you're a happy guy. That's maybe that's the the secret of happiness is
1: yeah, to happiness. Yeah, yeah, balance.
0: Yeah, to, to live in a city and then go live in the country.
1: Yeah. And it's uh, and I think it's starting to work. Like it's starting, like uh, the plane's starting to level off. Mm. And like, yeah, I can feel. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. It's it's good to get that break and and just uh, yeah, f- fill the well. They say <laughs> fill the well, <laughs> fill the jokes get well.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, There's uh, I, I I do want to ask because again I started down the road, but you were how long were you in Edmonton uh, doing doing stand up? Was Edmonton correct? Yes. Okay, doing stand up before you were you know like headlining and making your your income from from stand-up maybe not necessarily no day job but just how long before you went from that guy who walked into the west edmonton mall to holy shit i'm a comic and i'm making my income from from stand-up
1: uh let's see i i graduated when i was 22. um so 18 to 22 i was in school with student loans and stuff Mm -hmm. um and then I also had a job, this great job, that my buddy Toby Hargrave, who's a comic, mm-hmm. um, he got me this job at a campus bar. And I would bartend Sunday and Monday. And you were by yourself. It was a small enough bar. You did the whole thing. No boss or anything. So it was perfect for a comic. And you could still smoke inside. So i just smoke cigarettes and serve and drink, like, on yeah, shift. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It was perfect. Um, uh, so I had that job. And I, I, I continued that for about a year after I graduated as well. Um, and then, uh, uh, so I guess I was—I started making a living full time from stand-up, I believe, at 23. Uh, oh, not bad. And then I—and then and since then, I've—I've uh, I've been lucky enough not to—not uh, to go back. But, Never had uh, another day job since. No, not amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's. Um, uh, yeah, it's been been pretty good. And I I took um, the tip money from that. Uh, and I lived in a guy named Kerry Unger. He's another comedian. Um, uh, he would, would be like an older brother. He sort of taught me the ropes. I lived in his basement, and I would put all my tip money in change in a garbage bag so I knew I wouldn't spend it. Okay. Uh, if I changed it into bills, it would be gone. On, uh, And I put all that tip money in a garbage bag, and I, that was like my Toronto fund. Oh, okay, and, uh, and I think uh, by the end of it, it was like three grand or something in in loonies and and, and stuff like that. And Damn. then I took that money and went off to Toronto and got twenty four, I think, something like that. Was that scary? Yeah, but Kerry really, really, really set it up on a plate for me because he introduced me to this group of guys that, um, like Chuck Byrne and Johnny Guardhouse mm-hmm. and uh, Scott Rondo. There was the that that group of guys that. Um, so, Chuck was like, listen, just move into my condo. So, in, instead of having like a dirty Toronto starting house, I had, I lived like in this beautiful like Dundas and Girard, like downtown, gorgeous place that had a games night every Monday with every comic in Toronto. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I mean, it was so perfect that like Carrie just set it up he introduced me to yucks i like i moved to toronto with like four months of work set up so wow. it was really just, that helps too oh man like it was he <clears throat> he really gave me my whole um out east uh, experience so for it was it wasn't difficult um at all it was more it was more exciting it just like i landed i had money to eat i had tons of work i was in with the company it just was it was gorgeous. And that was all just Carrie introducing me to those guys and Chuck and Johnny and all them was, uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, it was more, it, it was more scarier moving to London, uh, than, uh, than, than Toronto for sure.
0: So what, what prompted that then, if you don't mind me asking, cause like, like I, I've, I've said they've heard, but I'm, I'm in that thing where I'm like, I, I'm so close. Like I, I have to make the move to Toronto soon, hmm. just as part of the whole, you know, you, you got to compete against guys who are stronger and things like that's going to force me to, to be stronger, to work harder and things like that. And it's just, it's, it's a gateway to more things going on it needs to happen if I'm to progress
1: Yeah, because yeah. that's
0: where things are happening.
1: Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I guess that's where things are, like, especially auditions and stuff mm-hmm. like that.
0: That's, and, yeah. Yeah. That's particularly, and I think it. for
1: you, like, that's got to be the, that's going to be awesome. Once you start getting in those auditioning rooms and stuff like that, like, it's fun because you you're, you're good, like, you're a good, thing to fit in somewhere right like you're yeah it's perfect i think you're gonna it's gonna be awesome i appreciate that i go
0: i do auditions here and i i have yet to land anything
1: oh man yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but it doesn't like a character guy it's gonna be (laughs) fucking great like it's gonna be awesome
0: well it'd be fun i have no acting like again i i'm can't act everyone's like oh you're acting um that's
1: no and when they do offer you something you're gonna be like fucking fuck yeah yeah. Fine. Fine,
0: really really? third great third cafeteria worker coconut cookie (laughs) fuck <laughs> You'll be the first I tell. I will just reach out and I'll go they gave me a fucking part speaking role. Now I have to pay fucking
1: dues to Actra. <laughs> <laughs> Apprentice this fuckers. Yeah. Um, oh man, hilarious. But yeah, the uh I moved Toronto to Vancouver actually before I moved to London. So okay. I um I had won. I won the Great Canadian Laugh Off, uh, and and then uh, in my stupid brain, I thought because well, then I, then I was sort of touring all over, and I was doing a bit in the states too because uh, the Seattle competition. I went down there with my buddy Damon Schrider, who, mm-hmm. who won, and I got second in that. Nice. And then, uh, so I was, you know, I was doing a lot of work in the West Coast of the United States, and I thought, okay, I love Vancouver's my favorite city, so. Um, I moved there and I lived in Vancouver for a couple of years, uh, and then, and then went to London from there. But, um, uh, but why London, not the States? If you don't mind my asking, uh, I guess, uh, I So I don't have any lineage there. So you you can have like a holiday working visa mm-hmm. for two years. Um, my lineage is Norwegian, which doesn't do any visas. doesn't help you at all. So I knew. So that, it has
0: to be lineage. I thought it was just if you're Canadian, you can. Yeah, you something.
1: can. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you have to be under 30. It's called the youth. Oh, mobility. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: I found that out a month after I turned 30. Yeah. 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 So but, I, right.
1: I just thought, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. And uh, so I got it. i I, I gotta do it and then i did um uh glenn wool Mm -hmm. he canceled a week of the Snowden comedy tour and um dan called me up and asked me to replace him and i met um two guys craig campbell and phil nickel who were are they're both juggernauts over in in england and i was already sort of thinking like it's now or never if i want to try it out i was always jealous of those guys careers because they you know you look at them and they're they're in every country You know it it seemed it just seemed like a magical world over there with tons of work and they're all doing you know five clubs a night and the money's great and the times i'd you know been close to those guys i was like man their life sounds amazing it's Mm -hmm. just full of travel and fun and you can there's also you can just be a stand-up you don't have to you know be an actor you don't have to do and you can just do stand-up and make a great living and and uh I, I, it was always attracted to me. So I thought, you know, I did the tour with them. Phil said, you know, if you come over, you can have a couple of weeks on my couch. And so I just thought, you know, now or never, let's go for it. And I got the visa and just, just moved and just thought I'd try it out. Um, and uh, that's 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 about it. Yeah. And, and then, was,
0: it sounds, I, I mean, I've been fascinated with it. And that my understanding, too, is that the scene over there, like the shows, the big shows anyways, are like, it's not you know, opener, you know, host opener, middle headline. It's, it's four headliners, you know, mm-hmm. doing 20 each and with minute an intermission or whatever. So it's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Intermission between every act. And now I'm like doing anything more than 20 minutes sucks. Now <laughs> <laughs> Like it's hard. It's like, I'm not my, I, I went over there being like, Oh, I like doing 45. And now I've, after, you know, six years over to seven years, I'm like, I'm like, why would anybody want to do? And like, it's so yeah. nice just to do, machine gun out 20 and then, uh, right. Yeah.
0: You can pick the best shit who can't destroy for 20
1: minutes. Oh, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it changes your style too, because also you don't have room to fuck like in Canada. I found, especially in West Canada, I was doing hours by myself when I was 23 in horrible communities like in the north, and your your stories become long and the setups are out of control long because you're just trying to fill fill time. time. Yeah, but there you change your style. You just has to be like did it bang did it like you know you got to be doing something. The audience is. Um, don't allow you the freedom as much as they do over, oh, you know, to, you know, they're just, they're on top. They just won't, you know, yeah. set up like that. They're like, no, <laughs> We're like, you better. it's like hanging out with my buddies in high school. You fucking better be saying something. <laughs> so it makes you feel like home. You're like, this is where yeah. everyone. Okay.
0: Went. It's abusive. It's great. And yeah. And this, well, you're saying the audiences will keep you on, on top of it. There's, I, I understand that the heckling is either part of the show or just, that's what they do, whether it's allowed or not. They're yeah, they're a heckling culture over there.
1: Yeah, they talk, they test your metal. They, you know, they're gonna they're gonna poke at you. They're gonna test you. They like it. You come back at them. They love. It's so not like they're gonna
0: turn on you because you came back at them. Right? No, they, okay, they, okay. They
1: love taking the piss out of themselves. Love it. So okay. if, if you hit them, they love it. And, and again, a guy like you, man, fuck. Oh my <laughs> god. It's like it would be great and they like yeah they're there to poke you and they're there to be made fun of and they love laughing at themselves they're they're wonderful okay. wonderful okay. people and uh I thought they like
0: taking the piss out of you but if you come by oh fuck I'll smash your point oh, over you are like oh no, fuck no, no. no
1: they'd be Sorry, fair play know. mate they'd be <laughs> slapping their leg and laughing like the oh, harder yeah? you go at them yeah they they have great uh uh they are great sense of humor about themselves they love it absolutely love it and uh this is the Brits we're talking about yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's so funny because they seem so sterile and serious on television. And I don't know if we can laugh about that, Deidre.
1: Oh man, that's only what, that's <clears throat> only the propaganda that we've allowed ourselves to see. The reality is it is they're fucking backwards drinking, redneck partying. Like it's not at all. I mean, they're like, especially uh, everywhere in that country. If you get out of like the, the snooty, you know, you know, London-y, you know, South and anywhere past it is is they're and they're wonderful too. The snooty guys, they're, they're it's all like very, very, um, very smart comedy, very, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, any, like, it's far from that. They're hillbilly drinking, all unlimited fun, don't care about what they look like uh, publicly taking the piss out of each other, taking the piss out of themselves. Like it's, that's good. Uh, yeah. The good, good adjusted, well-rounded uh, folks.
0: Is the scene uh warm or is it, or is it, you know, do you have to, is it, is it tough? Is it uh like clicky i mean you know you know people are people good as a generally like warm and you know hey we're all part of the same thing and take care of each other or
1: yeah okay so so (laughs) for a level of honesty i I would say my my role there is more on like um like i'm in the league i'm playing in the league but Mm -hmm. i'm sort of like a journeyman bruiser third liner that just like I'm I'm doing the clubs. I'm doing the best, like uh, like the comedy store and stuff like that, like uh, the circuit stuff, mm-hmm. um, and the and it's wonderful. Um, so I don't I don't really see that end of things, but I'm only sort of living in that realm of like the top of the not. The, I don't even want to say the top. No,
0: no, no that's the, fine. Like that's I'm fine.
1: doing the clubs that you want to do. Right. Um. Then there's this whole other entity that I haven't really dipped my toe into too far, which is like Edinburgh and doing your one man show. And that's where the industry is. And that's where the big opportunities are going to be coming. And, um, as far as I know, then that starts getting a little bit clicky and stuff and it gets a little bit cutthroat and, and that's sort of where the ugliness, uh, can be. Right. And, uh, but I'm sure that I'm sure it's fun. And, uh, but you know, I haven't, I, I haven't really waded into that that uh, upper, you know, that one man showy sort of stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, I've, I d- I did a run at Edinburgh, but I did like a three handed bill, um, just sort of you know with a couple other Canadians. I did two shows and another one called Big Value that was three hander, and um, you know, so I, uh, I I I don't really see that side of that of it over there, but I know it exists and I right. know it's very competitive. And but
0: and at the club uh, level, it's 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 not. Uh no because you would think like even here at the club level you see guys unhappy who's getting this and who's getting that kind of thing and who's working these clubs and why am i not getting those clubs and
1: yeah so i guess it is like i guess it is competitive for sure I i don't don't know if i felt that in london and also that you're i think the the other canadians that went there before like Stade and campbell and nickel and wool um and tony law Mm -hmm. those guys cut such a unbelievable path like they they like canadians for the comics down there are gods um they just like those guys gave it the best reputation our country so you kind of walked in you're not it's not like you're playing the same game as right. the british acts they're just like oh he's a canadian and then there's other guys like hastings and Catherine mm-hmm. ryan obviously yep. um that have done really well and bobby mare has done really well so the this this like folklore of how good Canadian comedians is just like breathing over there. So when you're in green rooms, they, they treat you sort of differently. They're like, Oh, he's just another one of these solid Canadian acts. That's bulletproof. Um, Really? And you don't really, yeah, I don't feel the competitive nature of it because they're just like, they're just like, Oh yeah, he's a Canadian. So we always like, there's probably Canadian on every bill almost. (laughs) Right. (laughs) um, Really? Yeah. And they're like, they're like, Oh yeah. Like all you guys are really good and we understand the deal. So you just get grouped into this, um, whether you deserve it or not, the reputation right. you get grouped in with these other amazing guys that have sort of cut that path. And I think they were just, you know, the guys like stayed in them that went over first. They, they, that country was just sort of lucky to get some of our best, uh, guys going over there. And, uh, and yeah, so you just sort of live on this reputation that they created. And if you can ride the wave, then you're, you're in sort of, yeah. And
0: you, you definitely know. don't want to be the guy who comes in and starts fucking around with that reputation <laughs> yeah. shit in the bed all the time. And like, all right, listen, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. Fucking close that rip in the wave that everybody else has opened up for you. That's
1: right. And they know there is a few guys that have come over and, um, they know them by name. They're like, yeah, I've only met one Canadian that didn't do well. And they'll know their name and they'll know, you know, and, and they, yeah, and I don't see them anymore. Like they'll, that's a common conversation. They'll say, yeah, this, yeah, I've only met one unfunny Canadian. Like it, that, that you've done yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. So you, you don't really have to play the game with the, with the Brits. And also the Brits are sort of getting the opportunities on television. There's entities like Catherine and, mm-hmm. uh, who's getting everything. I mean, she's the biggest thing. In Is England. she really? Oh yeah. She, I think she's like, I saw a poster the other day that it was her name first. And then Jimmy Carr, like she's like, really? yeah, she's top, uh, his yeah.
0: Jimmy, Jimmy Carr's? I know he's popular over there yeah, yeah 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 is he's like the shit too as well or? yeah
1: i'd say yeah him yeah boyle frankie boyle Carr, and uh yeah they're they're uh, Mamford and mcintyre they're all sort of the top you know bishop they're, there's probably they're in the top 10 and they're mm-hmm. sort of arena sensations Catherine's uh Catherine's there like she's uh she's top of the top and uh um yeah so but you know the the rest of us. Uh, yeah, what's
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they could see the look on your face. <laughs> the rest of us live <laughs> in France and slap mosquitoes <laughs> off my face. And <laughs> <laughs> but that's oh, dude, that sounds euphoric to me. Not the mosquitoes, of course, running from pigs and <laughs> slapping mosquitoes. But the fact that it's like oh, I can run up these mountains or I can run through these vineyards or whatever. I'm like yeah. that's like I would basically be doing what that boar does. Oh, I would yeah. wake up around dusk, go out and graze <laughs> off the grapes. <laughs> Someone challenges my food supply.
1: And it is. It's like, uh, you know, I've always been happy doing like i love like i'm honestly i if, i don't think if if edmonton yuck Yucks was the only thing as a kid when i was 18 if i was like oh i could do 45 minutes at edmonton i would have been ecstatic like like i would have been holy fuck i admit this is it this is hotel california like what yeah you know like yeah yeah. so any of this like this is all nonsense uh bonus uh yeah france and uh, any gig uh, and you and you do you get to you play a lot of other countries and you know that that opportunity the fun thing about it is You can go to Europe. um, Here, maybe you're not really a strong comedian. There's also a whole other circuit in Europe that that allows you. Like, you can play Budapest. You can play even some guys that. Are we're sort of middling here. You can go over there and have a whole career based on sort of like sea circuit. Hmm. You know, maybe they don't pay too well, but you know, you have a career and yep. you're and you're. You are and you you do not have
0: to lift crates. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got a house, and you got a like. There's a whole. There's so much work over there that you you know you it's 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 your oyster. You can you can do whatever
0: you want. All right, sold. <laughs> I'm coming back with you.
1: No yeah. <laughs>
0: I like the, and uh, it's funny too, because we were talking about time. There's just even the, the idea that 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work more than 20 minutes. Oh, but beautiful. in the States, they're like, when they come up and they do 45, they're like, oh, that's not very much. I'm like, because they do like an hour, they, they've said outright, like if, if they don't, you know, hour, hour 20, if they do less than that, they're like, I feel like I'm ripping them off or,
1: yeah. you know, like the, the headliners
0: are expected to do an hour, hour 20 there.
1: But twenty minutes of that is pitching their T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, no, no. There's always a sale.
0: There's, there's. It's funny because the usually the American comics the ones who come up with the the merch. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. they've got T-shirts or something to make it a little more worthwhile. But the funny thing is. There's one guy, and and I won't name him, but he uh, he opened up uh, like he had a suitcase and he opened it up and I swear on all I hold dear there was twenty some odd different items that he had for sale afterwards. He opened like a tuck shop off in the back tables right outside the green room, mm-hmm. and it was like shot glasses with different things on them, like his little sayings from the act, shot glasses okay, and okay. hats, coasters, like ever like it was it was like a gift shop of just stupid bullshit knickknacks, wow, and I was like. All right. That's, that seemed like the hackiest shit I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I
0: get it. You're trying to make money, but I'm like, but when there's that much stuff, you're like, Oh yeah,
1: it's weird. It's yeah. like who,
0: who stops at a gift shop, right? In the hotels you walk in, they got a little gift shop. You're like, Ew. <laughs> Canada on everything and mugs really? and hats and fridge. Ma- it was like, but it was, that's what it was like. Fridge magnets, like all wow. the things. And it was just like, but with all your sayings, I'm like just the cost of production of that. Right because i'm like you got to buy like 500 of of everything to make it even partially reasonable to make a profit on it yeah
1: and i do respect the hustle and i do think it's re- like then you don't ca- touch your paychecks you're just w- living in a cash light like a dreamland where you just always have cash and you pay for gas and food and yeah it really helps like when i was doing merch i like and it's addicting once you start seeing the money it's addicting and yeah. uh yeah but Europe just beat it out of me. They don't do it over there. No, no? one sells merch Yeah. Not, not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not even like, DVDs or CDs? Uh, you, once in a while you'd see an act. But honestly, like, I can remember the acts by their face if they're selling, c- like, CDs after shows, mm. I can remember who they are after seven years. So it's uh, like, it's honestly maybe five guys that, uh, it sounds like it's it. a
0: good way to be remembered though. Yeah. I suppose. yeah <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can remember the ones who were selling stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. no, and know.
1: and also you're so you're doubling up and stuff all the time. So if you're, you know, you're doing a couple of shows a night with, in different clubs, so it's also it's a not lot really, to haul around and you're not staying there to the end of the show to sell your CDs. Right, right, so right, right. yeah, it just doesn't like I, I, the, yeah, U- Canada is such a perfect mix of the two cultures. It's hilarious in stand up, you know, like uh, in the States, the MC is the lowest paid mm-hmm. position um, in the UK. The MC a lot of times makes a little bit more money because he can't double up and his job is very much taken seriously. And there's, you know, they're specific. That's their job and that's what they do. They don't do sets. And then Canada's a mixture of like our MCs are, you know, typically headliners that are doing a bonus week of work. Like it's all like Canada's a lovely, you know, uh, melting pot of these two different <laughs> comedy uh, styles. Whatever. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, yeah, yeah. fun. And That's amazing. A lot of us don't sell merch, you know, uh, <laughs> and, uh,
0: <laughs> Get that extra bag to check at air Canada. You're like, well, <laughs> if I'm lucky, I'll sell enough to pay to ship the fucking bag back afterwards. <laughs> So what do you got coming up, like uh, you know, in the near future? I, I want to ask this actually. Forgive me before I forget. Um, is there a way? Do you have albums or DVDs that are available for purchase? Uh, I'm asking for myself. Oh not yeah. For, if you guys wanted to, do I uh, suggested, but
1: I'll, uh, if you want one, I'll um, I'll just email you one. Um, but yeah, I have uh, actually. I do have some audio from a couple of. I have. I think I have about an hour just sitting there from. Um, On the Snowden comedy tour, uh, one of the nights is um, taped. And uh, so I think there's the last four years have been taped just sitting there. So I haven't released it or anything. I'm going to do an album in November in Winnipeg, a new one. And I haven't done something like that for lots of years. But uh, So I'm excited to get a new one out there. And that's when I'm actually going to like put on XM and all that sort of nonsense. So, uh, but yeah, if you want it, I'll just email you the stuff that you got, I, that, so.
0: that I would absolutely love that. Yeah, but um, right
1: now I'm not even really selling. Like I think there is one that comedy records and I did years ago and that's on like iTunes or whatever, okay. but, uh, that was, that was years ago. And, uh, so, but I think I'm pretty sure it's still up there.
0: Okay. That'd be a great one to check out. I, uh, your, your special that's coming out on comedy central Netherlands. Yeah. Um, do you have the salmon bit on there?
1: I love that. Yeah, it's, uh, I had you to get can, it right. I had to get it right. Yeah, but then you said Netherlands instead of Scandinavian. Oh, Scandinavian. <laughs> <them for> Fuck <laughs> sakes. <laughs> <laughs> this whole uh, fucking
0: life. The more you try, the more you fucking...
1: <laughs> um, actually, it is. It is on there. I do have... Um, uh, there's a few clips on. I just put the clips on. It's on there? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because they, uh, dude, that is one of the funniest things I've seen in so fucking long. <laughs> Thanks,
1: oh, and the, you
0: sell it so good. Okay. It's on like a YouTube or something yeah, somewhere? Yeah, it's
1: just, uh, I think it's like, I put it up maybe yesterday. So okay. it's got like, yeah, it's up there though. Yeah.
0: What, what What is it called for them to search? Like the name of the uh, joke? I need not Niece want and th- nephew, I think. Niece yeah, and nephew. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. have to see that. That's one of the funniest things. Because, okay, I didn't see, uh, I saw the setup. Yeah. And I missed the explanation the first night. Yeah, But the act out, I didn't even know what you're talking about, but the act that was so fucking funny. <laughs> so it wasn't until the next night that I actually got to hear the joke in its entirety. And it was so funny. So. It was so funny. Yeah, and you're active. <laughs> I, can't, I won't even try. I will let them see it. <laughs> But it was, yeah. That's that's one of my new favorite jokes. That's just out there in the oh, world right cow, now. That's thanks. that's so funny. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm on. So you heard that that notification here. I'm unprofessional. I always forget to turn off the oh, no, Wi-Fi great. on the iPad. So it comes through. It's being recorded as oh, well as cool. everything else. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you you've got some stuff coming up. You've got that special on Comedy Central. Scandinavia nailed nice. it. Uh, third times the charm. <laughs> Um, what else do you got coming up?
1: Um, I'm going right after Toronto. I got maybe, uh, I think I took a week off and then, uh, I'm going to the Vodafone comedy, uh, uh, festival in Ireland, okay. uh, which is a really cool festival. It's sort of like, um, a lot of the big hitters in um, uh, way above my pay grade in, uh, in Ireland and the UK that come there. So it'll be like Tommy Tiernan and, uh, uh, Reg D Hunter and I mean Glenn Wolf, like all like a, a, a lot of fun names uh, so I'm in part of that festival Andrew Maxwell a lot of a lot of great acts um, so I'm doing that for a couple of nights which is great um, and then uh, let's see after that I guess the next thing I could start plugging is the Snowden comedy tour which starts uh, January 2nd that starts in Prince Rupert and last year it went from it was 50 cities last year and it's a, it's a, it's a theater tour. It's a soft seat mm-hmm. theater tour. And we did all the way to Thunder Bay. And, uh, this year is the first year we're going to go across Canada. So it's all, uh, it's going to hit, um, Toronto, Ottawa, it's going to go to the Maritimes and it's, uh, it's in theaters. It's myself, um, Pete Zedlacker, mm-hmm. um, Dan Quinn. And then, uh, it's sort of a, a revolving cast for the, yeah. Guy. depending on where you are or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, arch barker is coming back um to do uh, a portion of it deborah di giovanni's uh, portion of it um and uh i know those two for sure there's some other names being thrown out right now so we saw so, uh yeah so the, but it's the three of us and then some uh, a, a special uh guest. so last year we had scott thompson from kids in the hall with very us cool. for a bit very and, cool uh, yeah so um and yeah we anybody listening in ottawa this is we do find like the the portion of it that's been running for 10 years is is flying because we've been going to those theaters for 10 years Mm -hmm. um but we notice when we start doing new markets there it's it's a tough slog we we know fully that we're probably going to take a four-year hit to even have the word get out and um so ottawa and toronto this is gonna be those dog years where it's yeah. just uh it's just gonna be going probably playing to 10 15 people so if you,
0: well i'm gonna i'll be there yeah uh, you're yourself and zed are absolutely hysterical so just another opportunity to to see you guys would be great because you don't make it to canada as as much obviously being across the uh the ocean how often are you here
1: uh yeah so this tour like next year it's sort of shaping out that it's going to be four months that tour we do have to take breaks in that tour now right. so i'll fly back to europe just to uh, have a relationship and then, um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, so I, I, So that's January basically till the end of April. So about four months. Um, And then I'll hide in Europe until uh, I usually come because of this tour. I have to have half an hour fresh every year, which Mm -hmm. that's not a huge writing pace. But for me, that's a big writing pace. Right. Some guys do an hour. I find that fucking impossible. But um, uh, I like uh, I'm more comfortable doing new jokes in Canada I, I don't know why, but, uh, that's just the, I just feel the confidence here that I can do it. And so, uh, I usually book something like this or my favorite clubs like rumors or, or the mix or something. Um, right. and, uh, so I do that sort of in the fall. So I, will come for a couple of weeks in the fall, maybe a month total and f- four months of Snowden. So that's five here. And so you
0: do Snowden every year.
1: Uh, yes. Or well, least- I have done. So the last, this is going to be my sixth year, I think, or something like that. So Very the last cool. five, yeah. So I'll do it, uh. I do it every year. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's the deal. But
0: Well, let me know uh, when you're going to be in Ottawa and I'll, I'll plug in on the podcast and push it because I'll, I'll be there and I think that that's a, an amazing show. You guys are going to be at Centerpoint, I assume? Or? Summer,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I believe it's D. G. Ivani, I believe that's on that uh, on that run. So it'll be yeah, me, Pete, Dan, and uh, and Deb. Uh, so it's a it's a great lineup. And Pete, Pete, Debra, and and uh, they're all all strong acts. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: groovy, dude. Well, I I can't wait for it. Um, I know I got to get you back to the condo because you guys are going to be watching uh, football today again. It's Base- Monday.
1: Baseball. We're gonna oh watch baseball. It. Yeah, because there's two playoff games now. There's well not playoffs, but we gotta figure out who the division. It's <laughs> the <falling asleep. laughs> <laughs> I'll start crossing my eyes yeah, yeah, and yeah, nodding off. Yeah. Get that machine. Let's get that machine down that's, there. Yeah. <laughs> you <can sleep>. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. All I know is that uh, you've been insanely generous with your time. I uh, I've had fun. Thank you for listening to all of my life problems and it my was hatred. Fun. I
1: liked this podcast because we didn't get into the typical. Uh, you know, that was great, man. It's yeah, talking it, about happiness and stuff. <laughs> it's, uh,
0: the, the, the lack, my complete disbelief in its true existence. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I well, I, I I like talking with comics, and again, it's nice to get other perspectives. Again, just it's it's cool to know where you come from too. Because like I said, I have what I I came across your comedy now years ago, um, and uh, we were talking about the other night. Maybe we'll maybe we'll end with with this. Was uh, you talked? Uh, you were just saying how you were unhappy with it, whereas I thought it was one of the best. Well, maybe not unhappy. That's, that's not fair to say, but you're saying the parts of it that you're, you know, people told you to wait and you're like, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, the, we're all the
0: same, you know, offer something like that. You're like, yeah, I'm going to take it. Give yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. 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 But yeah, the older guys, a few of them, like that would, that the truthsayers sayers in my life that were, but yeah, they were like, ah, you know, there's no rush. They're like, I, they probably saw a 24 year old kid doing 24 year old material. Hmm. So they're probably, you know, they said it's only really 24 then. Yeah. I believe. Or let's see. Um, 20 maybe I was 25 but yeah right around that uh right around that era anyway so I'm sure the older guys were like saw that like you're just a kid doing stupid kid material and it's the comedy now is always going to be here so why don't you a couple more years of headlining and you know it's probably suit you well so and I was like yeah I fucking you know whatever <laughs> uh so I did it and uh but yeah and I, I think Everybody's the same. Doesn't matter what you produce, what kind of art. If you're a painter or you're, you know, you look at your stuff and you're like, oh, God, like it's awful it's so bad like some of the some of the materials so fucking bad and you're uh, so yeah I'm, I'm glad that the the 10 years are up and maybe it's going to disappear but <laughs> but well, at the time i sure was proud of it at the time i loved it and- i enjoyed it
0: i didn't remember the smell my fingers or whatever it was that you had referenced in <laughs> the other night but what i did remember was the one about the uh, like amnesty international or whatever about how like you know there's flies that'll land on me like you know what Oh, they yeah. just never just slap them or swat them away, you know? Like And yeah. that just irks me is what I remember, I think you said. Yeah, no, like, I think the Just back- so what it's like, well, lands in my eye. What is this going to cost me? You know? Yeah. Can't afford this shit. <laughs> yeah, and I guess
1: like, I guess the, I was thinking about the producer behind the camera telling them, like, like, bribing the kid not to slap the fly with, with things. Like, I yeah. thought that, like... They must. There must be like a white, terrible producer there, being like, "Don't touch that! Don't fucking touch that! Do you want this rice or whatever?" Like that was sort of the backbone of the of the joke. But then we gotta
0: sell this poverty. Yeah, we gotta yeah, sell yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah, now even that one, you look back and I'm like, "Wow!" Like you know, I don't know. I don't know. But that, I think I guess that's just being an artist. You just hate anything you did for, uh, before. So. Well,
0: here I'll show I'll share some positivity because again, I can be positive. Hey. I'm just not happy. Uh, <laughs> Is there's a, there's an Eastern, uh, uh, phil, I guess, philosophy or, or, you know, perspective that um, if you're, if you're happy, which you seem to be. Yeah. Right. Is if you're happy, then, then uh, what you need to be, you have to be grateful for everything that came before. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that, you know, for the, for, for when you chose to do your special and what jokes you chose and everything like that, everything in your life, everything good or bad. It was all necessary to get you where you are now because you take any of those pieces out, then it's a different path. So everything that came before was necessary to get you where you are now. So who knows? Maybe not doing that comedy now, different result. Yeah. The lessons learned from it and everything like that were
1: That's right. I don't know. Gives it gives
0: some peace with the bad decisions we make when we're like, "Ah, I'm in a good spot now. All right. It's all it was all necessary.
1: And it's true, because I that probably would have kept me in in the east for a couple more years if I said no. I would have stayed in Toronto until uh, until it happened because yeah. that was the you know on that's the number one thing i wanted was a comedy network special an hour special and i i wouldn't have stopped until i had it yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then and there you
0: go and if you would let that stigma sink in of woman well, just just wait that maybe it's not ready yet like we could we could die waiting for our shit to be ready that's to right be like okay it's done now it's ready yeah you just you gotta gotta get it out there so and no one else gives a uh, fuck
1: no one <laughs> no one cares no one cares about it that much that they don't look at it the material and look at it with the eyes like you like you got to realize how fucking crazy that is to care about something that much that's mm-hmm. so fucking crazy like the audience like people would cruise by that on TV first of all they would see it's a Canadian production so they'd be like <laughs> <"Bleh>, channel <laughs> flick it's like that's it's insanity to think anybody else cares about that much but for some reason you do because it's well it's our insecurities it's (laughs) it's because that
0: that's another thing is just looking at it going oh well this is this is me and this is my thoughts and this was important and funny to me and i worked hard on this and everyone's like yeah i guess it's kind of funny like it could be better. It could be better, it just could be another six months, we'll make it better. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'd never be happy with it. It's never. It's never done. That's right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, dude, I, I thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, thanks. That I wish that, I wish that you had crunched cookies too, because. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling at this rate, I've got like at least another
1: nineteen podcasts worth of cookies
0: left in this fucking
1: box. Um, I love it was fun, and thanks for a great week. You're uh, a funny motherfucker, uh, really,
0: really funny. You're very, very kind. Of, likewise, yourself. So, I'll plug the uh, Snowden when you guys start coming back to town. Thank you so much for doing this. This episode will be out uh, in the next couple of days, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Summersby.